Welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about the business plan, but we're only going to talk about a small portion of it. We're going to talk about the SWOT analysis, where we analyze our strengths, our weaknesses, our opportunities, and our threats. So by doing that, by identifying those things, we can develop a strategy and move forward with the rest of our business plan. Hi, Brenda. I love talking about SWOT analysis. I've done many of them myself. I've facilitated some with groups, and I've worked with um, many people that have gone through the mentorship program uh, mm-hmm. who have put together their own SWOT analysis, or they've done one on their company, or even on their competition to figure out what their competition's strengths and weaknesses are. So, um, But I think first it's a good idea for us to go back and just talk about, you know, why a SWOT analysis can help you or what what the benefits or the uses of a SWOT analysis are. And I think that first and foremost, taking the time to go through that exercise is a great way for us to analyze both our internal and our external factors in both our business and in our own profession. Um, Mm -hmm. it's, It's a great way to help us update a business plan as well. We talked in an earlier episode about making sure that we go back and take a look at our plan periodically. Um, And I think you really need to do that with a SWOT analysis as well, because sometimes Mm -hmm. those strengths or those weaknesses can become strengths or those opportunities now may turn into a threat. So it's important to to pay attention to that and revisit it, I think, on a semi-regular basis. SWOT analysis, is, I think, for most of us, um, really can help us identify and build on what we do well. So sometimes that's a hard exercise to go through, depending on your personality. Some people easily can identify the things that they're really good at or their strengths or or what they really enjoy. Others really struggle with that. They can't real, you know, unless they they're asked that question specifically, what do I do better than anyone else or some variation of a question like that? Or what do I do as well as my colleagues or my competitors? It sometimes can be difficult to, to narrow that down or to, or, or to zone in on what those strengths are. So it's a really great question I start with. I also think equally important it is, is to ask yourself, you know, what kind of things do I avoid doing because I don't really feel qualified or I'm not confident about doing some of these things, so I stay away from those things. That's right. a great way question to ask yourself when you're trying to identify some weaknesses that you may have or some things mm-hmm. that cause you not to be able to move to the next level um, in, you know, in your career, in your company, uh, or in a, in a relationship that you have with, with either a current customer, um, a prospect, or even a friend or, you know, a spouse. So they're, they're great questions to start off. Um, analyzing yourself, your company, even as I say, your team. I've done them with groups of teams and they have found it to be an awesome exercise to go through. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a strength here. And another person says, well, I think we have this strength as well. And so it really helps to build, you know, morale and, you know, cohesiveness in a team. Um, so it's a great exercise to do in in many different venues. 
Yeah. Well, and to, to take your strengths and be able to leverage those strengths and, you know, the weakness that some of the things that you find that are weaknesses you can improve on, you yeah. can make better. And like you said, they can switch from weaknesses to strengths. And that's why you reevaluate. But it's not that you have to put 10 items for strengths and 10, you know, just pick a couple of things to put in each area so that you'll have an, be able to identify those and then capitalize on them. I agree. I think sometimes we think we have to fill the page from, you know, yes. from first line to last line, when in fact, we can accomplish a lot more if we can zone in on a couple of things that we're really good at, mm -hmm. a couple of things that we really struggle with. Um, now right. you can put together a strategy or a plan or reach out to someone that can help you with some area where you feel like you're weak. Um, yeah. Or you can help someone else in an area that you're really strong. I mean, there's loads of benefits of identifying what those strengths and weaknesses are. Right. And then when it comes to opportunities and threats, you know, you need to identify the opportunities you have because those can be your goal, can become part of your goals. And then your threats, you know, what's what's going to cause you to stumble? What's going to cause you to not be able to meet those goals and to minimize those things? Oh, without a doubt. And I think, you know, that question, you know, what opportunities are in front of me? I, sometimes, you know, we really do have tunnel vision about things like that, yeah. or mm -hmm. we limit what the opportunities are to one thing or another. Uh, as And when you ask your, start to ask these kinds of questions and go through an exercise like this, it's, it's the old saying, if you ask yourself a different question, oftentimes, not only will you get a different answer, but you'll get a better answer. So <laughs> yeah. I think learning how to ask, you know, what opportunities are in front of me um, or what opportunities could I identify in, you know, going back to our conversation about the business plan and trying to figure out what market or what segment, um, mm -hmm. let's just say, you know, uh, my goal is to target, you know, first-time home buyers in, you know, in in a in a rural area. Well, you know, what what opportunities exist for me in that rural area? Um, are there real, you know? And sometimes you might find out well, there really aren't a lot of uh, opportunities there. So maybe right. I need to go back and adjust or figure out what opportunity is available in that area. Or do I need to You can also look at your competition when it comes to those areas. If that's a goal and your competition is in a rural area and they're doing very, very well with first-time home buyers, do you even need to be in that market? Or if you do, what are they doing right? What are some of their weaknesses that you can uh, you know, uh, capitalize on? Yeah, I think it, you know, oftentimes it'll, it'll force you to ask the question, what's this market worth? And mm -hmm. what's it worth right. to me? You know, and so it may or may not, uh, you may or may not conclude that, yes, there is an opportunity here for me. Um, mm -hmm. Right. But asking those kind of questions, and really kind of drilling down um, to the into the answers can really help the, the opportunities come to the surface for you. Right. And I think the same true is true with you know, what kind of threats are out there for you? As you pointed out, if you're, you know, if you have a competitor who is breathing down your neck and, uh, you know, trying to 
to capture your best customer, um, what do you need to do to counter that threat? How do you address it? Awareness, first of all, is is key there. Um, what are they doing? How is it that they are causing you to feel threatened by whatever their action or or strategy is in place? So. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the SWOT analysis also helps when we look at our company and we look at our company goals. Mm -hmm. And so you look at your company goal and your company goal is to increase market share or you need to get five new loyal customers um, that bring you X number of transactions or what Mm -hmm. have you. And if you start doing your SWOT analysis and you see an opportunity and you start to do some research about that opportunity and then you discover I'm not going to meet the company goal. I may meet my goal, but it's mm-hmm. not going to be meeting the company goal. I'm going to have to reevaluate that. So it does help you to have, you know, your SWOT analysis, look at your opportunities, but look globally at the company goals as well. Exactly. Well, and sometimes you might find the opposite will happen is that the company's goal is A, um, and you don't think that's, you know, that's an aggressive enough goal for you or that right. yeah. you think. You think you can do, you can exceed the goal. So um, it, it's a really valuable tool uh, to utilize. Uh, you know, as I said when we were talking about the business plan, a business plan can always get you back on track. Well, this particular um, exercise or this tool can help you really get back on track or really hone in and identify areas that you really need to focus on. It'll help you define your goals. It'll help to figure out what sort of things you need to do once you have a goal. But if I have a goal that doesn't meet with what my strengths are or doesn't, isn't in line with my strengths, um, I probably need to go back and rethink what that goal is. So, yeah. Well, thinking about the SWOT analysis and um, how it can help you identify things, um, looking at some of your weaknesses and even your strengths, I do think training and education comes into it very much so when you are able to identify those things, that strengths and weaknesses. If you can point, if you can identify what an area that, that you're weak, you know, whether it's that you're 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 bad at follow up or you're you stumble when you're in front of a customer or public speaking is a challenge for you or getting you know from point a to point b um is in in certain situations is really a really problematic for you then identifying what's you know what's behind it because there's always something behind it what's mm-hmm. the cause of it? and right First of all, just recognizing that you do have a weakness or that you're falling short in an area can really help you to figure out how you can turn that into a strength over time. So, Right, right. Yeah, I have not seen a business plan that doesn't have a SWOT analysis in it, um, mm-hmm. even the short ones. I know the long ones go into much more detail, but the short ones, you know, the individual pl- business plans even have this. So I think that that kind of cues you in on this is a really important part of mm-hmm. developing a business plan in order to create your goals and to put your goals down on paper. Right. And, you know, um, I know we mentioned the, the mentorship program when we talked last about mm-hmm. the business plan, but it's a really important tool 
um, for those that are in the mentorship program, both for the person that's enrolled in the program and also for the person who may be acting as a mentor. Because when when I can have a conversation with someone and they can share with me what they believe their strengths are, where they're weak, where they might have an opportunity or where they might feel threatened – we can then design an alliance and work much better together to move them from where they are to where they want to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. I agree. So, Anne, with that said, we've ended another conversation about SWOT analysis, which is part of the business plan. I guess the bottom line is you need to use the business plan and the SWOT analysis as a framework and use it to evaluate your strengths, your weaknesses, the opportunities, and the threats that are out there. And thank you for joining us today, and we hope you learn, grow, and prosper.